Well, hello there. Welcome to Talking with Tigglesworth. My name is RJL Tigglesworth, and I'm at your service. If you want to contact us, info at freedomwithintherapy.com, Twitter at vet underscore therapist, and Facebook at Freedom Within LLC. Mike and I are so glad you joined us today for this episode of Talking with Tigglesworth. You have a good day now, yo. Well, good morning to you there. How are you today? It's a wonderful, wonderful Saturday morning here in Louisiana. It's raining, pouring. I was the only one that was snoring. Another great week. Today may be a shorter one. I'm not sure yet. I have a lot going on today. I'm involved in the three-day EMDR class. And if you don't know what EMDR is, it's eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. Uh, it's a therapy technique that I'm learning. And it's a three-day class, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, eight hours a day. It's a lot of information. It's a really good class. It's just really really tiresome and you are sitting in a chair in an online class all weekend long and I could be out doing what? That's right, fishing. But I'm not. Fish are biting when it's raining. Fish are really biting. As we start off every single show and as we will start off every single show until the dawn of days because I feel, and since this is my podcast, I guess I can do it, right? I feel that it's so important to talk about self-care. But I get these questions from people that say, what is self-care, right? Yeah, we know self-care is the the act of taking care of yourself. But what does that mean in reality? What does that mean on a daily basis? So when I ask you, what are you doing for self-care? To me, it's clear. I'm a clinician and I am well-versed in the quote-unquote art of self-care. However, not everyone is. I want to give you a better explanation before I continue to ask you, are you doing it? It just kind of dawned on me this morning that maybe people don't really know exactly what you're talking about when you say self-care. So here we go. Self-care can include physical, sensory and pampering, emotional, mental, social, whatever it is that you do that's going to give you some sense of joy, some sense of relaxation, whether it's cooking, whether it's cleaning, whether it's cleaning, you might laugh. Cleaning is actually a good one for people with self-care. When when I get really stressed out, I tend to want to be busy with my hands. One of the things that I do when I'm busy with my hands is I wash dishes. So cleaning is a good way to have some self-care. Sweeping, cutting grass. Some people, I, I got a neighbor who, um, who when he feels the need for uh, stress relief, he'll go pick weeds and he's out there and he's picking weeds and, and it, and it kind of soothes him a little bit. And by putting this story in here, I'm going to see if he's actually listening like he says he does because he knows who he is, but it soothes him and, and that's what helps him. So when I say self-care, I mean, what are you doing that helps you? Are you focusing on your physical body? Are you uh, like for me doing the bike and the, and the elliptical and I, can, I continue to do that. So um, I'm doing it every other day right now. I'm hoping to get it up to every day pretty soon. My mind is saying, you know, take it slow, take it easy. Uh, do you 10 miles? Do you do you 11 miles? Whatever you get to that day. Don't push yourself too much because I, I don't, you know, I don't want to hurt myself. The other part of me, the, the old army mic is like, get your lazy ass on that bike and ride every day. And I can hear the NCO mic just digging at me right now for even getting to this point to where I gained um, 30 pounds or whatever it is since I've gotten out. So I have a lot of parts of me right now talking to me about working out. I'm trying to organize all those parts. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how do you organize all your all your different voices in your head? Um, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that today. Maybe we'll talk about that in a different episode. So your emotional self-care 
how do you deal with some of the curveballs that are being thrown at you? So daily life, you are going to work, you're going to school, you're going to baseball games, football games for your kids. And what do you do when something gets thrown off? So you leave your house, you got about 30 minutes to get to practice for your kids. And all of a sudden there's an accident or all of a sudden there's something that's going on, a fallen tree, whatever, whatever it is. What do you do with that? How do you take care of yourself emotionally so that you don't just flip your shit with your kid in the car when you have when you have a, a tree fall on the road or you have a traffic jam? So how are you taking care of yourself before you actually need it? And that's what self-care is is good at, is, is getting you to the point to where you can relax and you can be yourself around the people that you want to be yourself around because you're taking care of yourself, because you're taking your hot showers or you're taking your bubble baths or you're taking your, your long walks or you're pulling your weeds or you're washing your dishes or you, you're fishing or you're running or you're cooking, whatever gives you self-care, whatever makes you happy is self-care. And I, and I talked about this before. Taking care of yourself, though, seems to be a big issue with people. People seem to put themselves last or they don't think about themselves. And so what happens is you come to a therapy session and it's obvious to the clinician that you're just overwhelmed, you're overworked, you're you're not performing to, to where you want to perform because you're not taking care of yourself. You're not eating right. You're not exercising. You're not breathing. You're not... You're, you're coping with things that, that you, you're, you're coping in a way that's not helpful for you. And taking care of your mental health is, is, is so important. And obviously I'm biased there because I'm a mental health provider. At the same time, taking care of your mental health doesn't have to be just going to the therapist. That's, that's one part of it. Taking care of your mental health can be learning to meditate. It can be learning to breathe. It can be visualization. It can be talking to a trusted friend. It can just be something to where you're able to get your stuff out your head and get it to someone who can just hear you out. By talking to your friends as well, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna deepen your social relationships and you're gonna deepen your, your connections with, with other people in, in the world. So I got some questions for you. When you think about self care, does it scare you? Does it seem like it takes too much time out your day? And if that's the answer, then, then we need to reevaluate how, what are you doing for self care? And so some of the questions that, that you may want to ask yourself in order to find out who you are and, and, and what you, what you think, what you believe, who you are as a core person that can help you to develop a self care routine. So I'm looking at this site right now and it's triviaquestionsforyou.com. And a lot of these questions are also questions that, that I have on certain forms in my office that when I have people do some who am I exercises, trying to learn who, more about who they are. A lot of these questions are on there. So these are not unique to the site. This site probably just copied and pasted a bunch of shit from different areas. Uh, there's, they didn't come up with this. They, they, just, they just put it all together, it looks like. One of the things, one of the questions they ask is, what is your biggest fear in life, right? They, we all have fears. And, and the reason we ask this question is we're finding out what's preventing us from, from pushing ourselves, okay? So a fear of mine, I thought it was a fear. I don't think it's a fear. I think it's something that got in my head. And I think with the right, I honestly think with, with, with hypnosis, I can probably get rid of it. But I, I tell myself that I'm afraid of heights, right? I tell myself that I'm afraid of heights. And, and I don't think I'm afraid of heights because when I do these um, retreats that I do, so I'll go off and I'll do retreats with Wounded Warrior Project. They have this program called Project Odyssey. If you don't know about it, you might want to look into it. It's a pretty, really good program for vets and, and, and couples. And they have these programs where, where, 
right, we go away for about a week and we do um, ACT. Yeah. So, um, yeah. ACT. So we do, we do that and we do exercises around building confidence. We do exercises around conquering your fears. And one of the fears that I, when I look at the forms and I say, okay, this is, um, this is what we're going to do this, this trip. Do I want to take this trip? Some of the, some of the ones were zip lining and ropes course and confidence courses and stuff like that. And at first I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to necessarily go up that high and, 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 and fall down or whatever. But once I do it, I feel really really good about it and and I conquer it. And so the more I do these things, um, I've gone parasailing before in my life and I've I've done the ropes courses and I've done the zipline courses and, and I've done them in the army as well. And and I've done jumping off the, the platform into the water blindfolded with the, with the full battle rattle because I was also a combat water survival trainer um, for our summer in the army. And um, there's a detail we had for ROTC cadets. So we we tell ourselves we have these fears, but do we really have these fears? And, and in my case, I don't know. I don't know if I had the fear. Do I get nervous when I get up high? Yeah. Can I go to the, for example, can I go to the Space Needle and stand up there? Absolutely, I can. Can I, uh, am I nervous? No, usually not. Not when I have a platform around me. Am I nervous when I get up on the ropes course? Of course I am. Uh, I think it's human nature to be nervous not to not to fall down. That said, I'm conquering that fear. I'm not allowing that fear to, to hold me back. I didn't say I'm not going to accept these trips because of that fear. What I did say is that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to conquer this. What fears are you conquering in life? And, and is that holding you back from a self care routine? Are you, is there something that you really want to do? Do you really want to go on the water and, and fish, but you're afraid of the water? Do you really want to go jet ski in somewhere, but you're afraid of that? Or do you really want to go in, in, in climb a mountain, but there's a fear there? So ask yourself, what are your fears? What, what are, what makes you, you, right? And how does that fear stop you in life on a daily basis? Do you have an alter ego? And we'll talk about that in a few minutes, right? Everyone that listens to the show knows my alter ego is Colonel RJL Tigglesworth. I'm going to give you a little treat and explain more about who Colonel RJL Tigglesworth is in a little while. So stay tuned. That's the, that's the hook, right? That's what they say in TV or on radio. That's the hook. So some of the questions to ask yourself is what is your favorite season and why? And I don't mean seasoning as in food. And you know, us people from Louisiana, we hear seasoning. We, <laughs> we think food. No, what's your favorite season? And, and, and some places in the country, they have four distinct seasons. They have, um, others, other places in the country, they don't. I mean, Louisiana, we don't really have a winner. We have, we have a little time frame where it gets a little chilly and you might have a little ice in your window you got to scrape off but for the most part it's not a real winter when i lived in when i lived in a different state there was a true winter it was cold it was it was really cold there wasn't really a, a true summer a true summer was it was nice at times it was still chilly you couldn't go to the beach without a jacket so you ask yourself these questions to learn more about yourself because if we don't know ourselves then we're not going to be able to 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 meet the goals that we have in our life do you have any guilt for a decision that you've made. That holds us back. That holds us back from doing things, uh, from taking care of ourselves. So if we have guilt that's riddling us for whatever reason, say we feel guilty for leaving a relationship or say we feel guilty for, for leaving a job. I, I've, I've actually had that come across my my uh, my office in the past few weeks is uh, someone is offered a new job or maybe offered a new job and this person may be having some feelings of guilt just because of 
what they're going to leave behind in their other job and what and the people that they may leave behind in their other job. And so uh, that's a decision that that person has to make. However, don't pre- don't let that prevent you from from having a future. Don't let that prevent you from from meeting your goals and taking care of yourself. So all this is self-care because if you're feeling better about yourself, if you're understanding who you are as a person, then it's easier to live your life. And it's easier to live your life freely. And so there's a, there's so many questions on this on this on this list. And if you want to go look at it, like I said, it's it's trivia questions for the number four you dot com. And it's all kinds of questions just to kind of get to know yourself. And it might be a fun little exercise for you to do just to kind of get that out there and 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 understand who you are as a person. Like one of the questions is, what is your favorite TV show? Um, that's going to change over time, right? You're going to have different shows that you like. You're going to have different shows that that you prefer. I think the easiest one on this on this list for me right now is what do you prefer, tea or coffee? And it's I love both. Uh, different times of the day, morning time, it's coffee. Afternoon time, it's it's iced tea. That's that. Taking care of yourself. I don't want to beat that horse dead, but finding finding yourself and knowing yourself and and taking time to understand yourself is important. And understanding um, who you are as a person, who you are as as a member of your community, as a member of society, and 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 if we can do that, if we can just get to know who we are on a, on a deeper level and that's going to be done through through meditation. That's going to be done through uh, self talk and visualization. Uh, visualization is more of a group group exercise you want to do. Um, I mean, you can be do it by yourself too. But meditation is more more internal, more looking at you. And if you can do that, if you can understand yourself, then it's going to make it easier to understand other people. And that's what we need right now in the world, right? We have all this stuff going on, all these all these different issues going on in the world where one group of people does feel understood and heard by another group of people and another group of people feel like they're being um, not respected and heard and another group of people feel like they're not being respected and heard and and all these people are looking at each other saying why are you not hearing me why are you not seeing me and everyone is kind of saying that and if we really took the time to get to know ourselves got to know our community got to know who how we play a role in that then it's going to make it easier to hear other people and hear other people's stories and understanding and, and hear their their perspectives because at the end of the day, not everyone's going to agree with you. Not everyone's going to agree with me. Not everyone's going to agree with this show. Not everyone's going to agree with everything that we do. And that's fine. And you're not going to agree with anything or everything that someone else does. And that's fine because we come from different places in our lives. And when we come from different places in our lives, we have different understandings, different experiences. Even two people who witnessed the same event could have a different view of that event. And that is life. And that is the human condition is that we view the world from our own prism. And sometimes we have to try to step out of that prism to view the world. And I think my 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 job here, my my career, my business, being a therapist, it helps me to see that a little bit better. It helps me to see other people's positions and other people's viewpoints. And I don't have to respond. I don't have to judge it because it's not about me. It's about them, right? Don't personalize shit. Quit personalizing shit. If that's the one message that I could tell people is quit making things personal because it's not personal. And if you want to read a good book about how not to personalize shit, uh, The Four Agreements is a really good book. It's cheap. It's like six, eight bucks on Amazon. Read that book and you will try to learn to stop taking things personally and 
And if we can do that, half the shit in the world will go away. Half the problems in the world will go away. If we could just stop taking things personally. But not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone's going to read a book. People don't take time for them. That's what I'm talking about. People don't take time for themselves. And that's why I'm beating up on self-care so much is because people don't take time for themselves. People don't, don't consider how they are in the world because of the fact that they're not taking care of themselves. So you go to work and you're pissed off and you're angry because you're stressed out at home. But if you took 10 minutes to, to do some breathing exercises, if you took 15 minutes to, to just go pick some weeds or took 15 minutes to just sit there and, and talk to yourself for a second and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? Where, where in my body am I feeling this distress? Where in my body am I feeling this anger? Where in my body am I feeling happy and joy? I think we would have a better, a better society. I think people would be more willing to engage with other people because they're not stuck in their head or stuck in their own emotions because they're not taking care of those emotions. They're not, they're not fulfilling those. And that, and that starts at childhood. That starts with parents. Parents have to do a different job of ensuring that the kids learn to notice their body, notice themselves, notice what's going on with them and and we try to do that here but not every not every time we're successful so i keep getting on these little rants about about self-care and taking care of yourself but if you can follow the if you can follow the road and you can see how later on in life it 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 it, it impacts the world one person taking care of themselves may not seem like a big deal it is because if that one person took care of themselves and another person took care of themselves and another person took care of themselves, we might have less conflict. We might have more willingness to reach out and understand. We might be able to get out from under these prisms of, of I belong to this subgroup and I belong to this subgroup and I belong to this affiliation and I belong to this affiliation and, and just belong to, I'm a human being and I'm living in this world. And I'm living in this world with you. And I'm living in this world with this person. I'm living in this world with this community. And that's that's the truth of the matter is we're all living in this world together. And we have to ensure that that we act like it. And sometimes I don't think we act like it in society. So getting back to that, when, when, when I'm in this position as a therapist and I'm able to see um, the different viewpoints... Um, it does, it does, it does change me a little bit at times. It, it allows me to see, okay, maybe I am viewing this strictly from this p- perspective. And even though I don't agree with this particular model, or this particular policy, or this particular way of, of, of doing things, I can understand how this person does because of the experiences that they have had. And that's what, that's what the conversation in this world is missing. It's missing, it's missing a couple of things, I think. It's missing the human connection. Two people sitting down together, three people sitting down together saying, this is what I believe and this is why I believe it. And the other person not saying, well, you're wrong or you're right. The other person just saying, well, what I hear you say is you believe this because X, Y, and Z. And then the other person shares what they believe. And then the other person doesn't say, well, you're right or you're wrong. They say, you believe this because of X, Y, and Z. And if we can simply hear why they believe what they believe, it would make it a lot easier for them to be cordial. And it would make it a lot easier for them to really get somewhere. Because I think what we're missing is everyone's going to grab their stats. Everyone's going to grab their statistics and, and their and, and, and their their viewpoint. And it's going to back it up. I guarantee it. It's going to back it up. If I say I want to find uh, one-legged people who, who hula hoop on the desert sun on the 24th of December every year, 
I can find a stat for that because I'm sure there's someone doing it somewhere. It might be one, it might be two, but I can find a stat for that. And then I can write a headline that says crowds of one-legged hula hoopers in the desert sun converge on wherever on December 24th. And people might think it's a big thing when actually it might be one or two people. And the same thing, I can write a headline that says no one showed up to the one-legged hula hooping contest in the desert sun. Uh, it must be a failure. And then that would be the headline. So quick going after your damn statistics to support the argument, what we need to have, I wish we could do it in this world, and I don't think we can, but I wish we could. I mean, we can if we want to. I wish we could always have, and, and not just a fact checker, right? That's 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 another, that's another fucking issue, a fact checker is, because they bring their bias to it too. I wish we could have a group of people that take an oath that say, I will put aside all core beliefs and only look at statistics that are true and not manipulate them to fit one agenda or the other. And when we could look at big issues, big social issues, big economic issues, big family issues, and we could go to this this group and say, this side saying this, this side saying this, what's the reality? What's the truth? Because every side has a sense of truth. Every side has some truth in their argument. If you believe one thing, there's some truth in that argument. There's some truth in, in every single argument. But there's also a lot of falsehoods. And, and, and that's the point that we don't want to talk about is we don't want to talk about the falsehoods that are in each argument. So if we could take care of ourselves, have cordial conversations because we're feeling relaxed and we're feeling like we're in charge of our lives, address issues with people in a respected way and not to get a, a five second fucking video on, on TikTok or, or, or a clip on Twitter or whatever, something on Facebook that makes you fucking Facebook famous. Who gives a shit if you're Facebook famous? Who gives a shit? And I'm sorry, sorry about the, the, the language today, but it, it it really just irritates the shit out of me that people want to get fucking famous on Facebook. I mean, do something fucking special with yourself. And that's the good thing about being your own fucking boss, right? No one can call me, email me, complain how I talk. I don't fucking care. Info at freedomwithintherapy.com at vet underscore therapist and freedom within therapy on Facebook. So I want you to take care of yourselves. And that, I, that's, I hope you sense the passion that take care of yourselves, take care of your, your self-care, encourage your family and your kids to do their self-care, encourage your, your neighbors and, 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 and help them if they need help. You know, I've never once gone to a neighbor that needed help and said, oh, what's your political affiliation? <laughs> I've never once gone up to a, 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 a person in the grocery store that was struggling to reach a can at the top shelf or a box or, or they needed to put the toilet paper at the bottom, but, but maybe they had some, some, some issues with movement. What do you believe in this social issue? Before I help you, but that's what I think. That's where we're getting at as a society: is that we're looking at everything through the prism of what do you support, what do you believe, before we even going to look at you as a as a human being. And I think that's that's where we're going wrong in society, honestly. But 
that's that's a soapbox issue for me. And I just want people to be truthful and honest. And I want people to call out their own biases. And, and I've told people my biases on things. I've told people my belief system on things. And uh, we'll, we can get into that another day. I, I have no shame about saying who I am as a person. I, I, I know myself pretty well. I do a lot of work on myself as far as understanding who I am as an individual and, and, and who I am as a as a therapist and who I am as a as a father and as a husband. And, and uh, I, th- I think I'm a way better father than I am a husband, if you want to know the truth about it. I think I'm a really good father. I, 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 I really try hard than that. And I, I try hard to be a good husband, too. But I think I'm a better father than I am a husband, to be honest with you. So the last thing that I want to get into today is, and I, and I hope you're still listening. And if you are, God bless you and thank you. And please share this. I'm, I'm hopeful to get a, a bigger audience. I've, I've actually joined a, f- a few new uh, Facebook groups this week. Uh, some other 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 groups of people that I didn't know existed out there, other unicorn type groups. Um, if you listen to past episodes, you, you've heard the term a unicorn before, and it's a, it's an individual that um, is doing something that is not really, it's not as popular. And so the unicorn in my scenario is I'm a male uh, veteran who has been to combat. And so that's not very common in the, in the therapy field. Therapy field is, uh, majority females, I believe. And I don't know the numbers and the statistics who, who would, you know, they could, they could, uh, statistics could be wrong anyway. I, I just know off of, uh, knowing people, this field's full of females and, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's just not a lot of males in this field for whatever reason. I don't know why. So I'm a unicorn in that sense, but I've, I've run into another unicorn group and um, I'm not going to say who they are. Uh, but they'll, they'll, they'll probably know because I just joined recently, very recently. And, uh, they're like a unicorn set of folks as well. So if they're listening, if anyone listens and if they can figure out who they are, um, maybe they'll pop me in a message and say, Hey, we heard it. But I wanted to do one more thing before we stop today because I got to get ready for that class. The class is going to start in about 45 minutes and I'm going to be in that class until 530 this afternoon. So one more thing I wanted to say, and this goes along with who are you and, and what do you represent? Do you know yourself as a person? And that's who's Tiggleworth. How did Tiggleworth come to be? And, and Tiggleworth, when he takes over, it's a different character, right? I can be someone else in that sense where Tigglesworth can say shit that Mike typically doesn't, especially to the kids. Tigglesworth has made appearances at Halloween parties. Tigglesworth has gone door to door on Halloween. Tigglesworth has been to neighbors' houses. Tigglesworth has that shop he's going on now, right? He's got that that merchandise shop. So if you go to the to the Freedom Within page, uh, Freedom Within Therapy on Facebook. You can see the Tigglesworth shop and you can buy your own Tigglesworth gear. Tigglesworth came about because one day I'm sitting in the living room of my house and my kids just kept asking for shit and asking and asking and asking. And they, they just, they wouldn't, they wouldn't stop. And I told them no. And I said, you know, we're going to do this instead. And and my wife, she probably chimed in and said, we're going to do this same thing. And the kids just kept going and kept going. And so finally, Tigglesworth just appeared 
out of nowhere. And I think maybe, I don't know, maybe Ticklesworth is a past life person for me or something. I don't know. But Ticklesworth came out and he said, well, hello there. How are you this fabulous afternoon? I understand that you may want to go out to the park and be with your friends on this glorious day. However, your family wants you to sit in their presence and they want you to be here and enjoy yourself around your family. And then they just stopped and they looked at me like, who the fuck is this? And then Tigglesworth just continued. He said, well, hello there, young lady. How about you go to your room and make sure all your clothes are clean, hang up all your stuff and come out here and report to your father and mother the progress that you have made in order to get yourself to enjoy your friendships outside. And then there it was. Tigglesworth was just born. Tigglesworth was alive and well. And now anytime the kids are just not responding to Mike or to my wife, Tigglesworth comes out and they respond. They respond to Tigglesworth. They think it's funny. They think it's they they think it's entertaining. They want to have a conversation with Tigglesworth. My kids they 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 want to know more about Tigglesworth. So Tigglesworth grows each and every time he makes an appearance. And so who is your alter ego? Who do you use when people are not hearing you? And that's what that's how Tigglesworth came about. And Tigglesworth is is a growing character and and he's a mixture of 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 voices in my head from different things, different experiences. And Tigglesworth always has a unique way of v- verbalizing stuff that I really don't, that the words that I really don't use. And so Tigglesworth is, um, he's alive and he's a well. So who is your Tigglesworth? And that's the question for today. I want to start another segment each time we do this podcast. Um, I haven't had anyone that, that told me their names though. So the segment I want to start is I want to give a quick shout out to, I want to give a shout out to veteran owned businesses or businesses that are solely specializing in serving veterans. And I put, I put a notice out on Twitter the other day saying, if you have a veterans owned business, send me your, your name and I'll give you a shout out. And I'm not, you know, this is not advertising. Nobody, I mean, I don't even know if anyone listens to this, to this podcast, but, uh, so I, I don't have a veteran's business to 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 talk about today other than my own. So Freedom Within Therapy, uh, Freedom Within LLC, but I also call it Freedom Within Therapy because people don't know what Freedom Within is without the therapy piece. So the legal name is Freedom Within LLC, but the Facebook page is Freedom Within Therapy. And so then it will link you to Freedom Within LLC. So that's my business, uh, Vet at vet underscore therapists on Twitter and um, and info at freedomwithintherapy.com. I do have a, a podcast that I do listen to sometimes. And uh, if you if you if you enjoying podcasts, I, I've learned over the over the last few months which podcasts I really like and which ones that I don't listen to as much. One of the ones that I find myself listening to, if you don't want to hear the the mainstream sports position, there's a podcast called the Sports Podium Podcast. And you can find it on most podcast platforms. Give those guys a listen. They 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 come with a different perspective, uh, although they're biased. <laughs> I'll say that now. They're biased towards uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and and those teams. That's where they're from. But they they have uh, a unique view on the show, and I really enjoy it. So go listen to the sports podium pod, uh, sports podium podcast um, on 
after you listen to this one um and and hopefully they hear this and maybe they'll give me a shout out as well again thank you for your time thank you for your understanding today's a longer one 40 minutes by the time i edit it down it's probably gonna be about 35 minutes i enjoy doing this and i enjoy having having y'all email me and message me so thank you so much take care of yourselves Um, i look forward to the next time i talk to y'all y'all have a good day now colonel tiggersworth says y'all have a good day now and uh take care of yourselves